Welcome everybody to our first episode of Let's Talk Eels. Today, obviously, about a few days ago, Carson Wentz got traded. Um, so that's a massive, massive change in our organization. And um, today we're going to be talking about what to look for looking forward. Um, we're going to be talking about free agency this offseason, um, who I personally think should stay on the team or who the Eagles should offer a contract to and who I think the Eagles should just let go and let fall into free agency. Um, so we have two main segments. We're going to be talking about Carson Wentz and then we're going to be talking about free agents. This is a short episode today, but I'm Jason Sangi, so let's just get into this. So first up, obviously, the big elephant in the organization, um, Carson Wentz, he's gone. We got him for a third round this year and a second, a conditional second round next year. Um, so for the specifics on the second round, I'm pretty sure if he plays, there's two things. If the either the Colts are a playoff team and Carson Wentz plays seventy percent of the snaps, that second rounder would become a first round pick. Um, so either that can happen, or either they won't make the playoffs and Carson Wentz would just play seventy five percent of the snaps. That's what would be needed to make the second round pick a first round pick. Um, so obviously, my thoughts on the trade is I think I do think Carson Wentz was going anyway, and I think it was. To be honest, I, I think the whole uh, fan base is just glad to see it done. To be quite honest with you, because it was just it it was just <laughs> it was being dragged on, and it was torture to wake up and go on Twitter and just look everywhere to try and. You know, see the latest of the news, and it felt like you were hearing the same things over and over again. You you kept hearing um, people were ta- saying the same exact stuff, Colts, Bears, all that garbage. I, I think it was a tough process, but hey, it's over with now. Um, I guess that's pretty good. Um, in terms of our compensation for the trade... Since the Bears backed out, we really had no leverage. And although Howie Roseman is very good at um, drumming up a market for trade value, as you could see, um, after the trade, it was said that the Bears had very little interest in Wentz. But um, the media kind of made it seem like the Bears were a top contender in that. Um, So you could really see the effect that the media has on trades like those. But... I guess in the end, um, we had no leverage over the Colts. Um, the Bears had backed out. They'd pulled away. Um, and at that point, you just had to finalize the trade while you could. And, hey, I mean, if the, um, the second-round pick turns into a first-round, it's it's a great trade for us. I think we, we gained a lot from that. And I'm not so sure anyone's happy with the third and the second. That's not exactly what we were looking for. But if you really look at the situation, I don't think the Colts are willing to give up a first-round pick. Like, 
straight off because Wentz is possibly the biggest question mark in football right now. You really don't know which way he's going to go next season. Um, I think most of us Eagles fans are going to be rooting for them to do well, and you kind of have to because you need Wentz to play those snaps if you want to get the first rounder. But you also don't want to – it's a weird dilemma because you want them to play well so that – well, you want Wentz to play well, but not the Colts. Because if Wentz plays well, then he's going to get the snaps and you'll get the first rounder. But if the Colts play too well, then your first round pick is going to be backed up and it's not really going to be a too – you don't want that value lowering. So it's a, it's a weird dilemma. But for the most part, everyone really wants to see Wentz succeed, uh, tra- uh, draft value or not. Um I think the city of Philadelphia and the entire organization fell in love with Wentz, and it just really sucks to uh, see him go that way. Um, it's crazy. Like just a few years ago, Harry Roseman and uh, Doug Peterson and Jeffrey Lurie, they all went to like the um, Wentz's um, showcase coming out of college, and it was at that moment that they knew he's our guy. And then Harry Roseman went through hell to trade up for him. Um, and it just sucks to see uh, MVP candidate go sour that that soon. But I'm sure you guys have heard enough of the ones trade. That's pretty much all everyone's talking about recently. Um, the day of the ones trade, the first thing I did, I turned on first take. I, I know Max Kellerman, not a fan of ones right now. Um, so he was saying the uh, Colts got absolutely absolutely uh stolen by the Eagles, but a lot of people are saying he went the other way. I think uh, the main person that won this trade is Carson Wentz, man. I mean, he, he wasn't going to do anything on the Eagles. Uh, it's good. It's going to be nice to see him ball out on the Colts. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure you guys have heard enough about Wentz and all this stuff on the uh, stuff. We'll, we'll get to more Wentz later, but let's transition into a segment called Stay or Go, where I'm just going to go over all the free agents that the Eagles have this year, and I'm going to be saying my opinion if I think they should stay or if they should go. Um, Then I'll also say what the organization is going to do. Um, So we'll go both ways. Um, So I kind of took the segment from uh, the Eagle Eye podcast, so if you want to see this, uh, them do it. They they have a segment like this on every uh, episode. They upload Tuesdays and Thursdays. The Eagle Eye podcast hosted by Dave Zangaro. And Ruben Frank, I'd go check that out. It's a great podcast. But anyway, um, Deshaun Jackson, that's already pretty much been sorted. He already wrote his letter of he's going away. Um, that, that was a that was an interesting letter. Um, um I don't know. Sorry, I'm just like I'm pulling up the letter right now, so I could just. Go back by through the uh, few things. Also, Carson Wentz had a hurtful letter. There's a lot of people really sad to see Wentz go, um, myself included. I really like Wentz, but um, anyway, so Deshaun Watson, he's he's pretty much out. His thing, he posted on Instagram on a story. He said, "Looking forward to my next chapter," um, and then he said, "Philadelphia, it's always love." Um, I mean, it's a shame he couldn't keep his wheels moving with us. You know, he he signed a three-year contract worth $28 million essentially, which kind of stung us when he got injured and he got sidelined. 
But, I mean, if we could have got him on a low contract, it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. I mean, he's a guy you could trust. And I know that sounds weird because, you know, he's um he's very injury-prone, you know. He hasn't been able to stay healthy, and it's a, it's a shame. But... You know, I mean, our wide receiver, our whole team's a question mark next year. You just don't know. And our wide receiver core is very questionable. You don't know how Fulgham's going to do. Um, I mean, you see a guy like Fulgham. You see the four weeks that four weeks that he consistently played at that level, and you just think there's got to be something in him. Um, I get, We're just going to hope that Nick Sirianni can um, get something out of that. We, we hope he can get something out of Fulgham. Because Fulgham is, uh, for the four weeks that he played, as he played, he was, he was amazing, and then Alshon just ended up taking snaps from him, and it was just like, I don't know, it was kind of a mess, um, but it, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how Fulgham can do with the new coach, um, so I just thought Deshaun Jackson might be a, a nice veteran guy, but you know, he's, he's 36, so I, I understand the decision to keep him leaving, I wouldn't be terribly mad if they resigned him, but given our cap situation, it's just not that smart. Jason Peters, um, I say no. I don't know. People could, uh, people can definitely argue, but I, I don't see a world where we bring back Jason Peters and he does good for us. I mean, the guy's 39. We're paying him a ton of money. He did atrociously this year. Not his fault. I mean, he's just getting old and the position changes. It didn't benefit him one bit, but I don't see bringing him back, I mean, he's been an insanely loyal guy, he's been one of the best offensive linemen in the past, in the league, but I just don't see a world where we bring him back, I don't see it, I mean, he's been loyal and all, but to a certain extent, you just gotta let go, it's over with him, I think, um, Jalen Mills, I mean, I would bring Jalen Mills back, personally. I could see the organization definitely bringing him back. I think he's been a somewhat consistent guy. He's never been great, but he's never been horrible. He was there with us from the Super Bowl. I think he's... I, I definitely think Howie Roseman really appreciates the safety position. I've seen that many times from him. Um, he's a guy that is very big on the safety position. I'm not sure. He, he's just in the past. He's shown flashes on that. So I could see Jalen Mills coming back. I mean, he's only 27. He's already he's, he's shown a, a good amount of talent. And he's been somewhat consistent for the most part. I, I don't see why we don't bring him back. I think not bringing him back is going to take a hit to our secondary. So I don't see why not. Um, Nate Sudfeld. Now this sucks because I really love Nate Sudfeld. From 2017 or whatever year that was, when he absolutely bowled out. And um, if you heard on Angelo Catalini's podcast, his show, um, after the whole like Washington football team thing, where everyone thought that we tanked or whatever, whatever garbage, and Giants fans got mad, even though God knows what they were doing that season too. Um, Brandon Graham came on an episode of the podcast. And he was just saying how excited Nate was to get his chance in, because Doug told Nate long before that he would be he would be playing that game, and Nate was super excited. And Nate was actually meant to play the whole second half. He was just meant to play a lot more than he did, 
Um, but Doug ended up keeping Jalen Hurts for a bit longer. But it's, re- it's really sad to see Nate go because he's a very loyal guy. And um, I don't know, he's a great guy. Um, and he was very excited to play that game. But he just, man, he, he sucked. And after that performance, you just you got to let him go. I don't think anyone... I think everyone wants to see him back, but after that game, no one expects it or thinks it's smart. Um, he's a great guy, but he's 28. I project him to be a guy that kind of just bounces around the league, ends up being a long-time backup. Hopefully he stays in the league. Um, but, yeah, it's just not worth it to really give him any money or keep him on the team after the last performance. I mean... We're only unless we draft a quarterback, which I do expect. I expect us to draft a quarterback second or third round. We only have one quarterback in the roster right now, so it's going to be very interesting to see what um Howie Roseman does this off season. I think it would be pretty smart to bring in a veteran guy, you know, um, not one that's that you really expect to play, not one that you just just some guy that that could be on the roster in case, you know, and he can he could also. Uh, be a guy standing behind Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think that would be a a very good move this offseason. I would love to see that. Um, there's been a lot of talk about um, what's it called? Sorry, Trey Lance. Trey Lance and the Eagles. Too. So you never know if the Eagles... There's always a possibility of us drafting a quarterback. You know, I think if Nick Sirianni sees a guy that he really likes, I don't see why we don't take him in. Um... Trey Lance has been talking. It would have been really funny if Wentz never got traded and then we drafted another quarterback and it was Trey Lance because then it'd just be like from the same university. And it's just too much, you know. But um, Wentz is gone, so it's – I mean, I, I like Trey Lance. I think he's a he's an electric guy with a lot of uh, other stuff. But it'll be interesting to see who we take at six. I wouldn't be opposed to a quarterback, you know. I'd be interested to see how that, that how that goes, um, but ideally, I think every uh, the entire fan base wants Kyle, uh, not Kyle Pitts, sorry, the entire fan base wants Jamar Chase. Personally, I on my list, I'd have Jamar Chase at one for us, and then you also can't count on a guy like Kyle Pitts, especially if we get rid of the Ertz. Kyle Pitts and Goddard would be very dominant. Um, you know, he, he's from Philly, I think he would, uh, I think he'd fit right in, but Jamar Chase just seems like an important option. Who knows, a lot of people have the Dolphins taking Jamar Chase. Um, a lot of people have the Bengals taking him, too. I, I don't see the Bengals taking him. I think if Panay Sewell's there, the Bengals are taking Panay Sewell, with, and they're just not looking back. I could also see them taking Sean Slater, but I really don't see them taking a guy like Jamar Chase or Devonta Smith, I get they need, like, or I get they have the pick, and if they're available, there's a chance. I actually no, I can see the Bengals taking Jamar Chase, not Devonta Smith. I don't see that. I think the Bengals have a very good and underrated wide receiver, young wide receiver core. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green's a free agent this year, but that's gonna save a lot of cap space. I I think uh, I don't really see him taking a. Why do you see there? I see him taking it out of line. I think that's the biggest need. But anyways, moving on. You know, I, I could see us taking, like, a quarterback third round or something. And it would be nice if we got a veteran quarterback to be, like, a rock behind Hurts. But 
Well, we'll see what happens. For now, Nate Sudfeld's got to go. He, he just can't stay. Uh, Nikel Roby Coleman, I want him to stay personally. You know, I feel like he's, he's, he's somewhat young. He's got a, definitely a lot of talent, which we've seen. Um, it's, I don't think he's gonna, it's gonna be, I don't think we're gonna pay him too much money, so, I don't see why not. Uh, I would like to see him back, to be honest. Uh, Vinny Curry, that's a tough one, that can go either way. I think it would be cool, I think it would be nice, you know, reinforcing our defensive line, he's a great defensive end. Um, it would be, it would be nice to have him back. We we're not currently paying him a ton. I think last year we paid him like a million dollars or something, so somewhere around that range. Um, and but again, he's thirty three, so we don't have too much to gain from resigning him. And a lot of people, I mean, no one wants to say the specific word rebuild, but a lot of people are anticipating. Somewhat of a rebuild, at least a half baked one. Um, I don't think Vinny Curry's a guy that would take part in that rebuilding process. So I, I think that's a guy that can go either way. We'll, we'll see what the Eagles management does with him. Son Ridgeway, he's a guy I want to get back. I think he's a great tackle. Um, he's he's he's, a, he's very good. I I think he's pretty good. He's pretty underrated. Um, he's young. I think we stand a lot from. I think I think we gain a lot from getting him back. Uh, I'm just gonna skip through this little list and go down to a few more names that I think you guys would want to hear more. Um, Richard Rogers. I say we keep him. I mean, if we're gonna take Kyle Pitts, I wouldn't. But we 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 don't really know about the draft pick yet. I think Richard Rogers is a great guy. Uh, he's not too old, and him and Dallas Goddard would work well together. So I don't see why we don't keep him. Um, I, I'd like to keep him, to be honest with you. Even if we do t- take outfits, I, I would be open to the idea of keeping him. Corey Clement. Um, so I'll talk about Corey Clement and Boston Scott here because they're both free agents. I think Corey Clement was huge for us for the Super Bowl and all that, and that whole season he was he was great. He's a good receiving back, you know. Him and Boston Scott are almost pretty similar in some ways. Um, but I personally, I think Boston Scott's a, a better guy. I think Corey Clement, we paid him more last year. I think Boston Scott, I, I, I think Boston Scott after last year is going to be more expensive to resign, but I still think Boston Scott has more in him. And Miles Sanders obviously deals with a lot of, um, we didn't see much of Corey Clement this year, you know, unless Miles Sanders was injured. Miles Sanders last year dealed with a lot of injuries. So all we can hope is for not a repeat. Uh, Miles Sanders is actually one of those guys that I feel like is going to benefit well because I don't think Doug utilized him properly. He, he barely gave him any touches. Um, so I think Nick Sirianni is going to be a, a guy to, uh, Either help Miles Sanders a lot, or we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know. I think the entire I think Miles Sanders is one of the most liked players by the fan base because he's so explosive and he's so um. I don't know. He's just a really fun guy to watch. But Corey, as of Corey Clement and Boston Scott, 
I'm not sure. You know, this this might sound a little controversial, but although I do think Boston Scott is a bit better, I think there's still more in Corey to be salvaged. Well, not to be salvaged, but I, I don't think the organization gave him a fair chance really after the Super Bowl. I think we, I think if we continue giving him more and more touches, he'll be a, he'll be a great guy to lean on. Um, so honestly, a lot of people are going fully Boston Scott, but I, I would go Corey Clement or Boston Scott. Either one, I think Boston Scott makes more sense for the organization, but bringing Corey Clement back wouldn't, I, I'd be happy with it at least. I, I wouldn't be happy, I, I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Uh, Joshua Perkins, I say we let him walk. I, I don't see him. Especially if we're gonna keep Richard Rogers, I don't see why would we we would keep Joshua Perkins. Um, Alex Singleton, hundred percent keep. We saw a lot from him. I think he's one of those guys on the list that's he's one of the only guys on the list that, without a doubt, we have to keep. I think everyone wants to see him back. He was great last year. Um, I say we keep him. Um, moving on, Greg Ward. I say keep, you know, he was the best wide receiver last year in terms of stats, at least. He's only 26. You already pretty much know what he can do. <clears throat> He's not going to be an expensive guy at all. So I would definitely keep him. I, I wouldn't see why management would choose not to keep him, to be honest with you. I think he's a great guy to have on the team, and He's definitely someone that we'd want to keep. Um, so yeah, that's, that's there's there's a few I missed, but it's pretty much it for our uh, stay or go segment right there. Um, I'm, just, I'm looking through the uh, for agents for next year. There's actually it's not a bigger hit than this year. We're not losing too many guys. Most of these guys aren't even on the team. Malcolm Jenkins is still on the list. Doug Peterson is here because I guess I don't know something with his contract. Jordan Howard and all that. Um, uh, yeah, most of these guys aren't gonna really. Nelson Aguilar is still on the list. They all would have been. Uh... Oh wait, no. oh shoot. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I was on the 2020 list for. I was so confused why there was. I was like, there's no way their contracts expire now. Um, yeah, no, so the 2021 list is a much bigger hit. We're going to be Alshon, or Brandon Graham's contract expires. Oh, Alshon and Malik Jackson. I, I, I wanted to talk about this. They are both expected to be released. Um, so, yeah, th- those are two guys that I would stand with releasing. I don't understand why we would release them. Uh, it would save us money. Malik Jackson's old. Alshon Jeffrey just takes snaps away from other wide receivers. So I'd like that. Uh, I would understand that. Um, now let's talk about some players that are uh, going to benefit from the new coaching staff. That's why yeah, we're going to talk about that. A few players I think are going to benefit from the new coaching staff is um, Devlin Malsang. I talked about that earlier. Um, I think Jalen Hurts could, not just because of the new coaching staff. I just think, you know, 
the Wentz gone and all, I think the team is going to build around him and stand by him. It's going to be a lot better for him. Um, I, I think he's going to progress well. Um, Fulgham, I think, because well, hopefully he doesn't get his snaps taken away from him again. Well, we'll see how he does. I mean, again, you, you saw four weeks of flashes from the guy. There's no way it's not obtainable. It is. Skill, you could definitely get that back for from the four weeks. I think if we can make Fulgham consistent, yeah, if we if he can play as can like consistently as well as he did in um uh the four week span, I think he's gonna be a great wide receiver. Um, I think Derek Barnett could improve with Jonathan Gannon. He's been a questionable guy, you know, first-round pick. Hasn't really lived up his name. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, he, he definitely has potential to improve there. And then, I, w- I wouldn't say most of the older guys would, and like Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey, all those guys are just going to be uh same. But well, we'll really see because a lot of the players on our team, we don't really know if they're going to come back. Um, again, the season's a big question mark. We don't know how it's going to work. We got to save a lot of cap, and how he's got to do what he's got to do. I guess he can go for it. Uh, no matter what, how he does, everyone hates him, including myself. I mean, he's got a trading. He's he's definitely got that in him, but. I don't understand why you let the guy control the draft room. I don't get that. I mean, I feel like he gets a lot of unnecessary hate sometimes. Like, some people are saying, I don't know, I always see these things online on Twitter saying, like, oh, the Eagles could have had DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, um, like, all those, and a bunch of other people. DK Metcalf, I get Terry McLaurin, okay, the entire league could have had. I mean, he fell so late in the draft. That's like saying, wow, the 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 Giants suck. They missed out on Tom Brady. They're terrible. How'd you miss out on Tom Brady? Like, okay, the entire league missed out. You, you can't blame Howie for missing out on Terry McLaurin. Uh, the Redskins, or sorry, the football team only picked them because of their, uh, he had a relationship with some player. I can't remember, though. I'm not sure he had a relationship with some player within the thing, so they, they thought it makes sense to choose him. Um, but anyways, with that, I'm going to be wrapping up this podcast for or this episode of the podcast. Um, thank you for listening. I'm just at Sandy. This is uh, Let's Talk Eagles. Um, give it a follow. Give it a like. Whatever you're watching on, I'm not really sure. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys next time.